Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Transport yourself back in time and explore the fascinating and harrowing story of the Titanic's maiden voyage. Now open at COSI. Don't miss Titanic, the Artifact Exhibition. This epic exhibit features over 200 authentic artifacts recovered from the ocean floor. Discover poignant passenger and crew accounts and majestic recreated interiors, including the iconic Titanic Grand Staircase. Tickets for Titanic, the Artifact Exhibition are on sale now. Book your voyage at COSI.org. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to the Coaching Youth Hoops Podcast. They're playing basketball. 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 Here's our hosts, Steve Collins. Steve Collins. And Bill Flitter. Bill Flitter. That's online. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coaching Youth Hoops, episode hey, coach. 20. Yeah, episode 20. We're still in wow. August. Still, still August. in August. I haven't started and after, school yet. Since, as we discussed, April. I, yeah, my kids went back to school. One week, one weekend. First yeah, dances it's, tonight. It's crazy how the beginning, like some kids in parts of the country start in August. Yeah. And some like I was like I was telling you, Wisconsin doesn't start till September first. And then you guys are out when though? When do you guys? We're in June? June, middle of June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get out in May. Yeah, I'd rather have it that way. To be honest with you, everyone wants to get going in the spring. This time of year, everyone's ready. End of end of August, everyone's kind of ready to get back at at it. Um. All right. So what's this was your topic idea, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So lessons, today's topic is on lessons learned of being a youth coach and what you would do differently, what we would do differently looking back. So actually, this idea came as I'm working on uh, the basketball practice plans uh, website, and I'm thinking, how would, what's the ideal situation? Like, what is, now that I have time, a lot more knowledge, kind of step back, seeing the high school players come in if i had a magic wand and told every youth coach at least in my community please do this because they're coming in not knowing how to do these you know x number of things so so basically lessons learned as a youth coach what you would do differently if it's something you would teach differently maybe your practice plans would be different what you focus on would be different what are your thoughts on that, Coach? 
like I told you before we jumped on, I think I could do this for like three hours, but a lot of lessons learned. I think I thought I knew more being a high school coach that the youth was going to be easy. And I don't necessarily Mm. think it was, Mm. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's like, Oh, I could just like uh, at the younger ages, I would say elementary ages. um, So K through kindergarten through third or four. Yeah. Maybe fourth or fifth. Um, I definitely probably would have kept more kids. I probably would have probably equally distributed the playing time a little bit more. I was pretty good about that mm-hmm. through eighth grade. Um, just from a developmental standpoint, I think. Um, it's so hard because there's a lot of them aren't strong enough to do a lot of things. Um, so I think I would have spent more time on ball handling, more time on things that they physically could do. Um, when, you know, when you're going from a 17 year old to a seven year old, that's a pretty big difference. Um, so I would have done that. I, I couldn't find a youth coach to take my son's team. So I was coaching my high school team and the youth team at the same time time. for like five years, four or five years. So in retrospect, I maybe would have spent some more time trying to find someone that could have done that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Cause I think that would have been better for them and better for me probably. Um, Cause you can definitely be thinned out a little bit. Um, I probably would have played less and practiced more, especially at the younger ages before fifth or sixth. Grade. So less games. Is that what you're saying? Less physical, like driving somewhere games. Okay. Probably more games in a practice, but probably more right. practice and fun things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. we didn't tend to, I didn't tend to lose kids, but I think from a developmental thing, I think that was, that would have been a good skill development for them, I think. So, uh, fewer on the road games type of games versus. Yeah. Maybe even inner squads would have been fine, but whatever. We didn't need to in fourth grade travel 45 minutes. So we just didn't really need to do that on a week for the whole weekend kind of thing, you know? And the hard part is when you're a co- youth coach and you're starting out, you don't know any better. Right. Sometimes. And you're excited and your kid's excited and you're like, oh, let's go. You get to the whole future house. ahead of you. Like, right. Going to the, like, he or she, you know, is going to go to the next level and play, already know this in fourth grade. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get a little bit more granular with mine. Uh, spent way too much time on a offense. Oh, way gosh, too much like yes and not again i even broke it down into simple very simple terms with them but at the same time like what am i doing now now i'm looking back in my older self looking back at my younger self if i could have just done a simple you know one but more ball handling ball handling ball handling if we had an hour practice a, you know a ball's got to be in their hand the only time it shouldn't be is when they're doing defense right right uh, uh you know something where they're just you're constantly moving with the ball becoming a better ball handler and because shooting. they can do that they physically can do it correct like physically do it like if it's yeah. the right size ball they can do it there's other things they physically can't really do shooting threes right depending on the age but yeah, yeah. if you're you know uh sixth grade and below fifth grade and below um, although kids are getting a little bit stronger shooting threes because that's what they want to do. But at the same time, it's, you know, what is a, what's the purpose of a youth coach? 
it's not to win games. And I think a lot of youth coaches get lost on that, get caught up in this competitive spirit. That's the only way they're going to have fun if they win correlating wins with your worth, right? Um, yep. What are the parents going to think? Um, now I'm talking, let's talk about, and I think as you know, we, as we talked about previously, there's two buckets. There's the, you know, the YMCA, CYO, volunteer coach coming in. And then there's the other youth and the AAU paid coach and programs, right? So if you look at the volunteer coach side, don't worry about the wins. Get that, get, make, make sure number one is they're, that they're having fun. Number two, the fundamentals. That's all you got to focus on the fundamentals. You're not there to win games. You're there to keep them in the game meaning right years and years in the game yep. ball handling skills um and and you know the basics of shooting not threes you know layups and mid-range um uh you know passing it's like all the fundamentals reinforce that and then if you're looking at the other side the paid side is that's a little bit more difficult because if you don't win parents don't come back to your program and they'll go to a winning program right Right. But I also think you're doing those kids a disservice long term. One, they get burned out because you're, you know, you're the, the pressure that's on them. Um, and, you know, it, you're putting the dollar before the health of the child and the development of that child. Right. So I, there's a couple of things I think that are big is uh, the winning thing. I absolutely I, I fought that hard in basketball, but I think I, it, it was harder in baseball for me. Like Little League mm. was harder not to try to go get like. So I think that's something as a competitive person, it's hard to fight that. It is. That. It is really it is. hard. It is, it's, you know, and it's like, they're competitive. Like a, like a fifth grader can be really competitive. Mm -hmm. My son was like, my son got good grades in elementary school, you know, and, yeah. and in, uh, in the only bad comment he ever got was his fire teacher said he was too competitive. Fire. <laughs> that was fire. <laughs> you got it like two years in a row and it's like oh crap what do i do about this because i'm okay with too competitive i know in exactly fiat. in yeah. fiat yeah. like oh crud is he and then i asked is he not being a good sport is he not how you know he's doing all that he's just too competitive it's like i don't know how i turn that off sorry yeah. about that that's genetic um so that i think you're right about that i think and i'm gonna tell you for the for the youth coaches of the younger ages if your kid can ball handle, there's they're LeBron, they're Steph, they're Kobe, they're like you can control the game at a third and fourth and fifth grade level if you can handle the rock. Mm -hmm. You really can. You can control it, not necessarily score or do those things, but um, and I, I I just think I think you're right in the sense that it is a skill set that they can work on and it keeps them busy. And you've heard me say, don't be a kid's last coach ever. Yeah. That should be your that should be your goal as a youth coach. Like, I don't want to be your last baseball coach. I don't want to be your last. That means you didn't have a good experience. It wasn't fun. I do not want to be your last coach. If I'm your last youth coach, that's a problem. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it does happen. It, yeah, of course. Sports, but you don't want it to do it because of you. Um, so I think at those younger ages, Pac-Man, line tag, you know, capture the foot. Stuck in the mud. You know, all those you got to do all those. Yeah. And they love them and give them a Smarties or a small Gatorade when you're done. And they'll think you're literally Santa. Like mm -hmm. 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, yes. So it's like, well, the hard part of that though, coach, as you know, it's like, well, you know, the coach that I'm sharing the gym with on the other side, he's got him running a five out flex, <laughs> you know, yeah, double good horn hook yep. pass, right? <laughs> right. They're running Princeton. They're running, they're the running Princeton, Princeton yeah. offense, right? And you see that. And then you're like, I guarantee you, though, in the end, you're going to have the better, the, the kids with the better attitude. They're going to, the, the ones that are going to be playing in high school because you and made gonna, it. Fun and they're going to have got more the fun. Skills. They're yeah. going to have, they're going to have more fun. So yeah. fun, comma, fun, comma, fun comma fundamental comma fundamental comma fundamental right. if you have if they have fun and fun, fundamentals there you go and you teach them the fundamentals that's what you should do now don't get me wrong when they're it's when they reach late elementary maybe they're a traveling team and they're sixth grade or so, things change yep. all of a sudden we put in offenses and defenses and trap and deal with pressure yes and there's going to be teams you see out there that look like they've been playing together since they came out of their mother. I mean, there are certainly at third grade <laughs> seen it, it right. Like, and you're going to go, what <laughs> have they been practicing every yeah. day for three? That's going to happen. And it's a hard, it's hard to fight the, Oh my gosh, those are all liars. They're not normal. It's okay. You'll be fine. You'll, You'll be love fine. this. I'm training this started training this kid. He's from, uh, he's from China. He's on the, he's seventh grade. Are you ready for this? They, trained six days a week for two hours every day sixth grade that's a lot seventh grade first of all phys- the physical part of that's horrible we could do a whole podcast on yeah. playing too much basketball i mean the studies are there the science like like last night when i was talking on my um my rule of three offense webinar mm-hmm. i was talking about the science backing it the science backs multi-sport athletes is better it's better yeah. It's physically better. It's mentally better. It's social, emotionally better. It's everything. If they only play basketball, they're going to get hurt. I'm just telling you right now, they are going to get hurt. Something's well, I had happen. an athlete call me on my team, and she's a freshman, and she asked, Coach, I want to do cross country, but I know you're going to have sp- or you're going to have fall workouts. I'm like, no, go do cross country. Go do cross country. Yeah, yeah. You'll be fine. You know. Because there's a whole Twitter feed right now about multi-sport athletes and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, they're good. Like, literally, yeah. my some of my greatest teams, I had NFL football players on my team. They were NFL. They were playing in the NFL. They were football, they're that good. Yeah. But they played basketball because they were playing with their friends. It was fun. And it was, fun. to be honest with you, all those NFL guys played other sports. Trust yeah. me, they did because Something. they Dance. did. They were doing shot put. Doing, uh, they were on yeah. track. They were, running, they were playing basketball. They were doing something. Because it it changes the dynamic, but that's all. Yeah, whole another podcast. Swimming, swimming doesn't. I always get. We have a swimming. We're a swimming one. A swimming school, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. We are. And I always tell the swimmers, you can only. There's no correlation between swimming and any other sport. And they go, "What do you mean?" I go, "Give me another sport like football and lacrosse, or football and rugby. There's things that are close. You know, track, cross." What's close to me swimming down and back, and back in, 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 in water, <laughs> in water. I said, just because Uh-oh. you're a good swimmer doesn't mean you're going to be a good basketball player. We just, just lost you... all those coaches that swim. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's true though, but it's true. It's, true. it's a very unique thing. Like LeBron James could have been a tight uh, defensive end in the NFL. Right. Yeah. Cause there's a correlation between his athleticism. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant could have played in another sport. 
You know, Wesley Matthews, who played for me, who plays for the Bucks, was an all-state soccer player, unbelievably mm. good soccer player. But he was using multiple things. So as a, as a youth coach, you want them to go from yeah. you to football to base. Well, we can talk about football, but baseball to whatever your sport, soccer, whatever it is, because it's teaching them other things. And it's so good. So good for them. Um, but anyway, that's a side note. Push All right. We're going to move on to a new segment of the show, coach. Oh, God. Goes right into this. Okay. All right. This two was seconds. not my idea. This listeners. is not coaches. So we'll see how it goes. Give us okay. feedback. Leave it in the notes. All right. So it's a uh, score sub or timeout. I'm going to give you a topic. Okay. You're okay. going to tell me if it's score, that means you'd keep it. Love it. If it score means sub, yes, score means yes. <laughs> sub means you're like, maybe. And timeout is like, get rid of it or means right? no, no. Yes. Right? Maybe. No, sure that's what I wanted to go with. Yep. He wanted. Okay. Score sub timeout. Right? Okay. Part of the game. Yep. All right. You ready? Here's yep. the first one. I'm going to give you three things. Or maybe it's too much time we have. We're yeah, we should do one. We'll do one. We'll do one. We'll do one. Well, I already know the answer to this one. So uh, how about I'll make it a little bit harder on you. Uh, K through uh, five. Okay. So think K through five. Running set plays. Score, sub, or timeout. K through what? K through five. Set plays. Sub. Sub. Okay. But why? So my, my initial was my, that's a maybe for people listening. Uh, <laughs> I was going to go with timeout, which was no, but I think there are teams and I've coached teams and I've seen teams mm-hmm. that by the fifth grade level, they are ready for that. They're ready to be pushed. That's why I put it as a maybe. I would say most teams are a no or a timeout. Like you shouldn't be running plays. So K um, through three, maybe that's a timeout. Yeah, that would be yeah. a time. You should, yes, you should teaching them to play and react and, you know, set a screen and how to read a screen. You, there's plenty of things for you to teach them. Yes. But I'm just saying, when you put it to fifth, it's like, ugh, I've seen fourth or fifth graders that are very talented. And I'd be doing them a disservice if I yeah. didn't push them yeah. to the higher level is what I'm saying. Yeah, so that's why I would put that at that, I think. That makes sense. So K through three. On plays, timeout, no, no. Uh, fourth, uh, four or five, I put as a as maybe a sub, sub, maybe, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, yeah, depending on the team, depending on the level of the team, how competitive they are, what their basketball IQ is. Fair enough. All right, so we're gonna do one of those a week, one of those a week, planet. yeah, okay, all right, yeah, Great. hot topics here, hot topics. All right, yeah. till next week, coach. all right, till next week, coach. Yep. Sports Social Podcast Network.